Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> holy shit! I can't believe what I'm hearing. Holy right shit! Now. Is holy shit is right? This goes back in time. I know. I can't believe you guys are still alive. Oh, thanks <laughs> a lot. I'm just kidding. Come on, I'm old. Neither can we. Um, well, Gene almost died last year. But that's, I heard. But that's another story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's for another day. How are you guys? Well, we've never been better, Rebecca. How are you? Hello? Hi, can you hear us? I can hear you now. Good. You dropped out for a second there. Uh, we've never been better. How are you? You sound great. I am doing great. I can't complain. I'm still in Los Angeles. I've been here over 20 years. Wow. Kind of insane to think how the time has passed. So let's tell let's tell our good listenership who Rebecca Gibb is. Rebecca Gibb. Well, first of all, let's start with this is a story. Mm-hmm. Once, once upon, upon a time, time. <laughs> once upon a time, I was having dinner with my lovely wife Jill. By the way, we've been together now, Rebecca, 42 years. Oh, congratulations! That is amazing. We had just started a family, and I met you at Riva Restaurant in Unionville. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I worked there as a waitress. And, and what, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I, I I ran into you guys. You were so nice to me, and it was my first shift, and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. You were asking me <laughs> questions about the menu, and I was like, I don't fucking know. And uh, we had a good laugh. And then I, you know, at the time I was going to college for radio and television broadcasting, and then I realized who you were. Oh. So I was telling you I needed an internship, and you hired me right then and there. I couldn't believe it. Well, I remember you were telling us that you were going to intern at Rogers, and I looked at you and I thought, fuck, that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You were going to go to <laughs> 680 News, and I said, are you into news? And you said, no. And I said, what are you into, rock and roll? And I said, well, why don't you come and intern with Jesse and Gene at Q107? And you did, and we ended up, I mean, you just came in and, and just crushed it. You know, you, everybody loved you instantly. You went from being an intern to being a fully paid staff member, and then quite a personality in mm-hmm. the city. Absolutely. And we used to have a nickname for you when you did the traffic. Do you remember what that was? Wasn't it the traffic twat? Yes, very yeah. good. Ah! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> We used to hey, I fit right in with you assholes. It oh, was fuck like yeah. it was meant to be. The traffic you know? twat. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man, it was just way too much fun. The last the last image I have of you was at uh was it Canada's Wonderland? We did a remote at a water park. Remember that? Oh yeah, no. no. I do. I do. The drinking, oh God, the and drinking. Well, the person we're talking to today, who used to be affectionately referred to as the, the traffic, traffic twat, twat, is Rebecca <laughs> Rebecca Gibb. Rebecca Gibb, other than being Jesse and Jean's traffic twat, had quite a career, but currently is married, and happily so, to lead guitarist for the Foo Fighters, Pat Smears. Of course, he was lead guitarist yeah, we've for... we've been together over 20 years. Nirvana, you guys have been together for 20 years. Uh, let's, uh-huh. let's back up. So after Q107, we got, we got split up. Gene had a uh, an issue, and uh, we got fired. <laughs> right, we got yes, fired you a guys, lot. Uh, did not behave yourselves. No, after mate. many, can we say, after many penalties, you guys got banned from the air a couple times. Yeah, we... and then finally they split you up because you guys were causing too much shit. Well, Gene was a cocksucker. I was okay. <laughs> Well, you were okay with that, too, of course. Well, right? sure. That, <laughs> fuck, I'm telling you, on a camping trip, a Lithuanian like Gene comes in handy. Especially if you can't find women. Anyway, um, so after Q107, uh, we went our separate, yeah, I, separate ways. Where did you go? Let, let's catch up from there. 
No, and you know well, what? You're never going to believe this story. Shut your fucking trap, Jane. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great, actually. Well, I stayed at Q for a bit, and then I got a job offer. I had a long-distance relationship in L.A. with this guy, and I got a job offer to host a TV show out here. It was like a, a college uh, college rock and roll show, so I was interviewing bands at the Whiskey, and, and, uh, and I met this girl who was a guitar player from a band out of London, and she said, can you play an instrument? And I thought, well... My brother's a drummer, my dad's a guitar player, my mom's a dancer. I definitely have the rhythm in me. So we rented a rehearsal studio in Hollywood. We just started writing songs and I started playing the drums. And within like five months, we had a band together, all-girl band called Harlow. And we got picked up for a, a reality show on VH1 called Bands on the Run. It was kind of like rock and roll survivor. Mm. Um, you know, you had to try and get as much money at the door, sell as much merch as you can like to continue on. So... Mm-hmm. We did this reality show, and of course, our band blew up. I was shit on the drums, but I got better over time and uh, basically lived in a Winnebago. It was like a brothel on wheels, and uh, we just, you know, toured around the States for like five years, and uh, and then it all blew up. One of them was a meth head. One of them was uh, in and out of jail for credit card fraud. Are you the talking about Jesse? Uh, wait a second. Are you talking about Jesse and Gene or Harbo? Go ahead. <laughs> talking about Harlow. It was a hot mess. But anyway, it was really fun, and that's how I met Pat. He ended up producing our album. Wow. And the rest is history. So I was on tour. He was retired for like a good 10 years, the first 10 years we were together. And then him and Dave hooked back up, and now, you know, he's touring with the Foo Fighters. Not right now, obviously. But, uh, yeah, we had a baby girl about uh, 11 years ago. So I've been a stay-at-home mom. How exciting. When we first met, that's how old my kids were. Remember Justin, Josh, and Joel? Oh my God, they were tiny. Well, Justin, ones. Justin and Joel are six foot two. Good uh, God! Justin got married this summer to an absolutely beautiful girl, mm-hmm. inside and out. Her name is Leah, and he's wow. thir- thirty-four. Josh is thirty-two, and Joel is twenty-nine. And I probably shouldn't Good say Lord. this, but he's just kind of I'm, he doesn't listen, so he's falling in love with a girl in uh, <laughs> England right now. Oh. And uh, is wants to go live in Mexico City for a few months, which, of course, you know, as a parent, you're just going to sit there and fucking, you know, lose what's left of your hair worrying every day about one of your kids yeah, living oh, in, in Mexico City. But what are you going to do, right? They're, they're adults. But I remember your parents. They were super cool. They're still around. Everybody healthy? Yeah, they're here, actually. We have a house. We bought the house next door to our ranch up here, and my parents are here. They come every winter. Wow. So, uh, yeah, my dad's still playing guitar. They're still alive, and uh, and all is well. <laughs> I can't complain. I, I, I so rem- far, I, so good. I still remember the name of the band, your dad's band, The Battered Wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Their logo was a heart with a lipstick mark and a fist. Like, Jesus. Jesus. Well, I think we saw you briefly on television from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, we went to Cleveland in October and went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. It was awesome. I mean, it was, you know, it was a lot of drunken celebrities. And uh, I don't have any good stories offhand. I, I, I will say, though, that it was tragic. One of the gentlemen, and I wish I could remember his name, he received, uh, he got inducted. Um, and his wife and his family was there and he came up and he did a really good speech. And like a week later, his wife was killed in a home invasion in, in Beverly Hills yeah, here. Jeez. I mean, it was fucked up, but, well, uh, 
I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. No, look at know? look at Bob Saget, Bob Saget man. Yeah. 65 years yeah, old. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, I you know, mean, they said there was no evidence of anything, so maybe, uh, I don't know what killed him. I well, mean, he's a young dude. I don't know. Look, uh, this is kind of weird, and we don't, you know, Gene and I don't generally talk about anything intelligent. No. Here. We pretty well just entertain ourselves for shit, shits and giggles. But you know what? I mean, he got a booster shot, weirdly enough, in, on December 13th. Was yeah, flying and around. He got it in his ass instead of his arm. They gave him a choice. And yeah. He his butt. I don't yeah. know if that makes a difference, but that's well, a bit concerning. That's where obviously. Gene gets it every morning when he comes in. <laughs> but that's not a vaccine. <laughs> that's that's not a vaccine. That's how Jesse pays me. <laughs> where do you want it? Where the arm want? or the ass? Um, no, I don't. I don't know. Betty White got a fucking booster shot and then died the yeah. next day. I mean, you she, know, she had a stroke too. It's kind of weird. I mean, the, uh, yeah. Who knows? Hey, Rebecca. Well, you said I, I heard you guys. You said you had COVID over Christmas, right? Yeah. And you were fine? Like you, It was like a mild cold. It was almost, so it, I, I don't mean to make fun of it, but we're sitting around the house on Christmas Eve and Jill had just ordered the do-it-yourself Susie Homemaker COVID test. I don't know, the antigen test. You know, right, Gene, right? Rapid test, yeah. Right. Ra- rapid test. So the boys are saying, hey, test mom, test mom. So she tests, she tests positive and everybody's laughing their asses off. Ah, ha, ha, mom's got COVID. Hey, check, <laughs> test dad, test dad. So oh, yeah, I got it. It's like it's like winning Monopoly game, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, so we had COVID over the holidays, uh, very mild. Rebecca, just kind of like a cold for me, and I don't want to sound glib because yep. there's probably somebody listening that had had the shit kicked out of them with it. But for me, it was just like a mild cold. You know? I think that's the issue is that everybody reacts differently, so you don't know, you know, what you're dealing with. But I, a lot of my family had it over the holidays. I've luckily avoided it, but. We had to cancel Christmas because my parents are elderly, and uh, they, again, all of them said they were just, it was a mild cold, and the woman that got it was in her 70s, and she was fine. So, yeah, yeah no. But it, then again, they're fully back, so, yeah, you know, yeah. It's just It's just very interesting. I mean, you know, there's an interesting article in the National Post yesterday, and it's just kind of like, you know, here's the problem. I don't know if you've noticed this. But it's created such a division amongst people. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Especially in the U.S. It's a shit show here. It's a shit show. And it's not like you guys are divided already with Republicans and Democrats. This, no. And, and, you know, and then you look at places like Florida, Texas, you know, Tennessee. You know, mm-hmm. they've got no restrictions. And everybody's. They don't care. They don't care. And, yeah. and it's like. No, they don't give a shit. And it's like, are they any worse than places that have severe restrictions? No. About the same. No. And now, just uh, two days ago, some well-known anti-vaxxer has come out, and he said the best way to treat COVID is by drinking your own pee. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. It's not yeah. a bad idea. I, I, I might skip that one. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. So, I mean, what's, what's it been like for you, uh, you know, traveling and, and having some fun with the Foo Fighters? Has that been exciting? I mean, you... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's great because all us wives get along really well. And they all have kids. So for years now, we do a summer tour where we literally, there's 14 kids. Um, and, you know, all us wives go. And it's so much fun. I mean, we do Europe. We've been to Greece. We've been all over the world. Mm, and so Nice. It's, it's a very fortunate thing that we all get along so well. You know, I've heard, like, stories about Pearl Jam and bands like this where the wives, like, literally can break up the band because, you know, I mean, you're all super close, but we're a really tight family and we all get along great and it's a really awesome situation. So I can't complain. I mean, you know, 
It's yeah, a good it's, life. No kidding. That's for sure. But you know what's, yeah. re- what's really great about uh, the Foo Fighters, you know, especially Dave and the whole organization there, is you, you do really cool things for your friends. I remember before a European tour, uh, you guys uh, invited a bunch of people, including myself when I was living in Huntington Beach, uh, to a pizza party. And we figured, oh, this is nice. It's going to be a pizza party. There's going to be people there. And all of a sudden, it was the Foo Fighters practicing for their European tour. Like, that blew me away that night. It was like 30 (laughs) people and the Foo Fighters in a pizza parlor in L.A. That was so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of that usually because they want to practice before they actually hit the road, you know, in between now. And, of course, they have a ton of stuff scheduled for this year, but I just don't know what's going to happen right now. Mm -hmm. I don't see Europe happening anytime soon, that's for sure. Yeah, Yeah, But week to week, everything's changing. You know, like they get booked out for two years in advance. And so, you know, with COVID, but they have a movie coming out, which is pretty fucked up. Wow. Are you in it? (laughs) No, I'm not in it. No, it's uh, it's a horror movie. Actually, they uh, when they recorded their last album, <laughs> they ended up shooting it at this house in the valley, this old haunted house. Oh, and uh, that's so that's coming out in February, I think. That sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, my husband is no actor, but uh, they had a lot of fun with it. So I think you know, the fans are going to enjoy it. It's something fun, and you know, something to take your mind off all the shit that's going on. You know, the interesting thing about Pat, when I got to uh, know him when I was living in Southern California, he's such a quiet guy. Like, he he, he gets in his car and he picks up your daughter after school. And if you if you saw uh-huh. him walking down the street, you'd probably think insurance salesman. And and I remember going, <laughs> I remember going to your place for uh, dinner or lunch or something, and, uh, and I was talking to Pat, and he's won so many Grammys. And I said, you know, where do you keep your Grammys? I'd love to see one. I've, I've, I've never actually really seen a Grammy live and in person. And Pat said, oh, they're, they're in this room over there. And I said, well, can I see them? And he goes, no, no, they're, they're, they're all in boxes. And I went, oh, yeah, they're all in boxes. He won't take them out of the boxes. <laughs> I know. Because he doesn't want to be that douchebag that's like, these are my awards. I mean, I yeah. have, he's got about 100 gold and platinum albums that I want to put on the walls, and he won't let me. You know, <laughs> that's, like, in- no. that's interesting that he doesn't want to be a douchebag with his awards because we won an award once for, what did we win the award for? On-Air Personalities of the Year, right? Yeah, Atra, and, Atra and, Award. And I Gene, remember that. Gene wears it around his neck every day and say, <laughs> look what I won. <laughs> Look what I won. <laughs> Actually walks down the street and said, do you know who I am? I want to be the white flavor flay. <laughs> yeah. Don't no, you G- know who I think I am? Yeah. Yeah. Douchebag. <laughs> well, we're catching up with Rebecca Gibb. She's married to Pat Smears, lead guitarist for the Foo Fighters, arguably one of the greatest guitarists that's ever lived. Before that, Nirvana. Rebecca Gibb had her own rock band that toured the world, Harlow, a reality show. Now she's a mother living in the hills somewhere above Los Angeles, drinking, wondering where it all went tragically wrong. Because years and years ago, she had the title of the Traffic Twat. Traffic Twat. And I know, the good old days. So May 5th, 1997 was our last show. Um, we got fired. What, what had happened during the morning show over the years, Rebecca, I used to negotiate the deals for Gene and I, right? We did these, you know, I mean, I remember one year we sold 600,000 bottles of shit in a bottle. Basically, it was... Molson Canadian Brew Nuts. Remember that? Beer Nuts. Yeah. Beer Nuts. Beer oh, Nuts. right. When one Christmas season, we sold 600,000 bottles of, of, <laughs> of basically shit. And then we put out an album on Sony, and 
we used to have a lot of fun, and I, I used to negotiate those deals for us. We'd get off the air at 9 o'clock in the morning, like you were done at 9, I'm, I'm guessing, for the most part. There was no one to play with, so um, I started building companies in my spare time, ended up taking a few public, and Gina's worked with us, and we've got a public company now. We've got a private company. We've got credible offices and staff in Vancouver. and It's like we're almost responsible. Sprinkled around the world. We have a you lot of fun. You guys have grown up, I think. You're yeah. a bit more grown up. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been really fun. So we should do this on a regular basis. It's fun, man. Really, really great to catch up with you. Oh, it's so good to talk to you guys. And I'll tell you something. I was so happy when I heard that you assholes were back together. Uh, the world needs more of this shit. It's nonsense, and I love it. And I love you guys, and uh, I would love to chat with you anytime. Oh, that's great, Rebecca. Thank you. And the world does need more assholes. Mm-hmm. And we are yes, a couple. absolutely. <laughs> love you guys. Love you back. Bye. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Well, how fucking cool was that, asshole? That was great, man. Rebecca Gibb, married to Pat Smears, arguably the best lead guitarist in the world. And lead just, just inducted into the Hall of Fame as well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with the Foo Fighters. It was very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Cunts. The world, is, world needs more assholes, yes. and the world has a fair amount of cunts. Our yes. next episode is C-U-N-T. See you next Thursday. <laughs>